love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 7 of Banter Buddies. We are back with another episode. It's been two weeks and uh, Brian, I've, I've missed you so much. Welcome back to the show. Neil, That it warms my heart. Episode 7, we're back. This is the only time we talk. I can't believe it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Wendy's still listening after we called her out last time. <laughs> Do you think people think Wendy is real, like, or do you think that they maybe think that it's like a made-up, uh, you know, sort of in-joke? Because that's a popular thing with podcasts. You got to have like things some that in-jokes. only some in-jokes, some things that the super fans know. And uh, you know, I think we're, we're just, I mean, we could be creating a, a person who doesn't exist. I mean, that's that's up to everyone's imagination. Like Wendy is so real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want people to call in and just say they are Wendy, and for all we know, they might be. Yeah, we just get like 12 calls that are all Wendy. Yeah, yeah, it's like a certain, it's like instead of just saying anonymous or like Jane Doe or something, it's like, no, Wendy is like the like standard name for someone who wants to give a name but not ha- not have it known who they actually are. I'm Wendy from Lincoln, <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> That's right, yeah, but we're having a good time doing the show. We've already made it to seven episodes um, if you've listened to every episode, oh my goodness, you, you are win you're great. Admiration, yeah, you win our you win our love. You you we we really appreciate that very much. So we're we're having a good time doing it. You know, we're we're trying to you know figure out what we're doing here and and slowly evolve the show a little bit, tweak it here and there. But I don't know. I've been liking our format. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I think we've settled into like about an hour long show. We kind of started this thinking it would be like half hour. <laughs> we tried so hard to talk less, Neil. I just can't, I just can't not. Neil, yeah. so I had a, remember when I was a student teacher at a Wabasha Kellogg uh-huh, uh-huh. high school? Well, yeah. I had a student from Wabasha Kellogg reach out and said they listened to the podcast. Oh my gosh, who was it? We should shout them out because, you know, it's notable that they that they listened. You know, well, they're name? not a high schooler there anymore, but you know, now they're like a grown up. Yeah, you know, getting yeah. like a job, finishing college. Probably older than us. Old, yeah, yeah. Event just skipped six years and are older than us. Hmm. Right, can we say last names now after just, just say the a big first Wendy, name after the Wendy debacle blew just, up in our face? Just say a first name and, and let it be the Connor. Wendy. Connor. Oh, I know Connor. What up, Connor? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks kid. for listening. He was up in Duluth for a while. Where, it, whereabouts is Connor these days? Still, still, still. Oh, Duluth is a wonderful place if you can if you can handle the wind coming off the lake. Ugh. It's um, it's nice. It's nice. It's tough on the podcast to know who's like listening or paying attention. So if you have our private phone numbers, you can you know text us and be like, "Hey guys, listen to the podcast. It's getting a little long." Yeah, That's what you can say. Yeah, we need some feedback. You know, people are, you know, very nice and calling in and leaving their voicemails. But uh, you know, we could use some feedback about uh, what the show should be like or what you want, so we can listen to it and nod intently and then uh, ignore you. We'll totally ignore everything you're saying, <laughs> Neil. How is that beautiful puppy of yours? Oh, Josie, she is being a good girl. She's uh, 
she's had a good week. You know, it's been tough, though. It's so cold here um, the last week. You know, it's been cold all over the country. Pretty much no matter where you are, you're experiencing, you know, uh, uh, you know, lesser than average temperatures. But uh, here in Minnesota, it's been sub-zero, and that means no dog walks for Josie. She's been a little cooped up, but, uh, you know, we're, we're throwing some extra fetch every day and uh, trying to get her exercise in, in some different ways, in some indoor ways. But uh, Joss. she's she's been a good girl. She's hanging in there. And then it's warming up. So the last few days, it's been, you know, 15, 20 degrees. So, oh, you know, the, yes. walks, the walks are starting to begin again. She's going to be a happy girl once again. She'll be um, back. Yeah, yeah. But she's still working on the big bag of treats that you got her for Christmas. So we're still on bag one. You got us like some some huge bags of treats for the dog. There's like a hundred treats. I thought that lasts like a month. <laughs> it's great. I mean, she probably gets one a day, maybe like, you know, one every other day. So they're 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 lasting. But bag two hasn't even been cracked yet. So uh uh they're, they're truly lasting. So yeah, she thanks you. She thanks you for your gift. I know. You know, she licks she licks me. That sounds really weird. Okay, sorry. When I see... It's dog kisses. Dog kisses. Dog kisses. Sorry, dog kisses. This is how much I don't know about animals at all. I'm like... Lick is fine. It's all good. It's true. She can't hear me because, you know, she can't... I don't know. She's a deaf dog. I'll stop while I'm not ahead at all. It's all good. Ask me what what I've been doing. Brian, uh, man, uh, I haven't talked to you in so long. What have you been doing? Last night I showered. It was (sighs) a big achievement. Wow. It's been been multiple days, and my family let me know, but I did it. I showered, and I feel great. I mean, full disclosure, you know, Brian is, uh, you know, is is a father of of two uh, young ones, and uh, right here in the pandemic, so it's kind of wild right now over there, and uh, so so cut him a break, okay? Normally, he showers regularly, but things are tough right now, but what's your average showers per week right now? What what would you peg it at? Three? Three or two? I mean, I I don't want to brag. To most other parents with young kids, yeah. Sometimes it's two, you guys. All Sometimes right. I'm flexing. I'm flexing pretty hard. I do put on deodorant every other day. Right, right. And most That's good. times I remember to brush my teeth. But you know, I mean, it's uh, it's been great. It's been great. You know, I Listen. just uh, Neil Neil. We talked about my son is really into jackals. Yeah, like super into jackals. Like we saw it on a show called Animal Babies. Now it's in our planet, and uh, Neil Neil checked out what jackals are. You know? That's a real yeah. animal. For the for a little bit when he was talking about that, I thought that was a made up animal, you know. But it turns it's out real. it's a real animal, um, something of the kind of hyena, um, you know, dingo, coyote kind of realm. Something you got like it that. right there. Yeah. All yeah. those things. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. And uh, yeah, your son was super into them, so. Uh, yeah, jackals all the way. I guess we got to do a full episode about jackals someday. We should. We yeah. should. I mean, once he's old enough to be interviewed on the podcast, of course, in like seven or eight years, longer than that, you know, <laughs> ten years. We're, I mean, we're we're de- we already dedicated. We're going to do this for ten years, so it's it's not yep. a big deal. Yeah, we committed. We signed the contract. It's on. It's happening. But With yeah, the, this is uh, this is not the Jackal show. This is the Grade School Memories show. Oh, everybody, Grade School. Yes, we asked about uh, what your favorite Grade School uh, memory was, and uh, we got some good calls. So let's uh, let's go ahead and jump right in to Cuckoo Voicemail. Wait, are we going to talk about our favorite Grade School Memories? I, I you know I think we are. I think we uh, we have to Wait. start there, and then we'll get into the calls. Wait, but before we do that, we need to – now, there's some progressive school districts that are grade schools, you know, pre-K to 6. 
Some mm-hmm. people are like getting rid of junior high. They're having, you know, it's like six, seven, eight, nine, ten sometimes. And they have a senior campus. It's like, is grade yeah. school fourth grade? Is grade school up to five? Is it to six? Is it to seven? Is it an ideology in your brain? Like, what do you think? What is grade school? And then I don't even know about primary school, other places. Like, what, Neil, what are we talking about for age? You know, it's for it's different for everybody, but you know, I think most people, I think the average is, uh, you know, kindergarten through fifth grade. I would say, you know, I think that's, I think that's about right. We know, but we, you know, everybody does a little bit different. Middle school maybe starts at sixth grade, and people start middle school seventh grade. Obviously, you know, all bets are off if you're in the, like UK. I don't even know how it goes over there. Primary school. I think in like the UK and in Australia potentially. That's what I think they, call they just it. go by like centimeter height. Yeah, yeah, they just measure you up and measure your stone, and uh, oh, yeah, then stone, then they place you, and that's stone. it, you know, and then you're in. So different different ways to to square this one here. But what what about K through five? I think that is our is that what you think of, or do you do you include six in there as well? No, no, I th- I think up to five. Five's or good. cut out the K. Does it start at first grade? I could see no, that too. No, where it's like no, no kindergarten's no. its own thing. That's separate. No, I could, I could see no. that. Argument. Kinder love, Kinder love is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to put it in, even though I don't know. Maybe I have a kindergarten memory. I don't know. Yeah, Neil, I, what are I your, don't really. When it says favorite memory, we got a couple calls. Like we listened to some of them. Not all of them are like positive memories. Yeah, it doesn't so have to be. Like, it just are they saying like a memory that sticks with you? Like what do you have when you when you think of like your favorite memory? Is it all like, and I won at field day or like what do you have? It's a little bit of that, but the first thing I thought about was mostly field trips, like like leaving school oh. to do something else. But to me, that still counts because it happened during the school day and with your teachers and your classmates and stuff. But you just weren't on the premises, and that's like the beauty of it because there's so much monotony in the grade school day and you feel like it's the same thing and it's just week after week and the days get long. But if you have like a field trip to look forward to um, or if it's like on a Friday or something, it really makes it feel kind of like a long weekend in a lot of ways. So a lot of my favorite memories from grade school um, involve leaving the school. Um, the two What's that the best I, field trip? Neil? The two I came up with was um, at, at, the, at the elementary school I went to, Farmington Elementary School here in the um, south suburbs of the um, Twin Cities. Uh, all the all the kids, I, think, I can't remember what year it started. I think maybe fourth grade. I think so maybe the fourth graders and the fifth graders. Um, you get to go to Valley Fair. Um, at the end of the year, which is, is a that theme because park. you were like a crossing guard attendant or something or a yeah. peer mediator. I think as long as you weren't like a terrible student or like a big troublemaker, I think you got to go. There was certainly like a cutoff of like kids who didn't get to go. You know, that was always eh, that's their thing. It's kind of held over your head the entire year. It's like, hey, if you mess this up, no Valley Fair, you know, so um, it's a, it, which is a regional theme park uh, here in uh, Shakopee, Minnesota. You know, oh, kind of like your talking more about that. Yeah, your Cedar Fair. Um, you know, your Six Flags. You know, it's it's kind of one of those uh, with really good stuff. They're really good roller coasters. They really, uh, you know, continue to add more and everything. So you know, a really a really well uh, kept up theme park, not some like old crappy one that no one pays attention to. They do a it's good job legit. over there. It's legit. Yeah. 
Yeah, so a lot of I think the Valley Fair trips for me, like in fourth and fifth grade, were great. And then the big one was um, the only for fifth graders because it was like kind of like almost like a, a elementary school or grade school graduation kind of trip. At the end of fifth grade, you got to go to a state park, which is very near Wabasha, Minnesota, and uh, Winona, Minnesota, where we met and and started this band and went to college. Um, it was called Whitewater State Park, and um, you got to go down there, and it was cool because it was like an overnight trip. So you got to like stay in the cabins and the big thing was like this big hike that you got to do and i forget exactly what it was but this was it's a very lots of bluffs down there lots of uh elevation and so it was like all right everyone's going on this big hike and that was kind of like the big headline event but again it's just cool to do a, a different kind of thing like that and especially this one where it was like an overnight thing so those are the two like uh field trip type things that you know really i think made those sounds so great fun, special. did you did you think of field trips as, as some of your favorite memories and if so what were your field trips man I I'm trying to think of anything <laughs> I don't like know. science museum or like oh we're going to you know I don't know because the other thing is but this is more like later in like more like middle school high school is when you get to like go and like see your state hockey go to state hockey tournament or you know when the, when the team's in the hockey or basketball or whatever whatever your school's good in or like football or whatever like you get to leave school and do that but I feel like that's not really an elementary school thing or like a grade school thing yeah that's like older yeah. Our best like big field trips were in seventh and eighth grade. We had this crew of teachers, but that like took us out in more like environmental education, like week long tenting ex- excursions. Basically, I'm trying to think even where we went in elementary school. Maybe we never left, Neil. Maybe yeah, there... that's possible. I do. I do remember. All I think all these stories are going to be like, slightly traumatic. Did you ever have a big <laughs> buddy like somebody that was like older? I did not know. Okay, we had the we had the middle the intermediate school basically like we were like K four. Then we had five six in the building across the parking lot. I remember I got st- I still remember this kid's name. I was in like second grade, and That's they all came over and hung you, out with us. That you remember the name? Your great Jim. This kid's name was Jim, and he was like my big buddy, and he didn't give two poops at all about me. <laughs> Everybody poops. else got like a gift on the holiday thing oh. and like hung out and like they wrote little letters like and and Jim was just like I forgot <laughs> I like, Jim, Jim come on oh Jim that's okay that's okay that's okay so, I learned then I it helped me in the future when I would like talk to like the youth to be like this is important Pretend yeah like you care yeah or actually care so then you okay. graduated up, and then you were the big buddy. Did you did you get to do that? I don't know. I don't think I ever got to be a big hmm. buddy. I think they canceled yeah. the program or something. Right, right. Probably because of Jim slacking, slacking, slacking. I did. Okay, this is the thing I was thinking about. We did have a talent show. Okay, Ooh. and like my talent that I put together with the two other kids on my street, um. We like made fake instruments, like made a guitar and made drums out of like cardboard. This probably says a lot about me, but didn't nobody played keyboard, but the keyboard was on stage. And we basically, now that I look back at it, like I had a Casio keyboard and I pressed demo and a whole song played and we like pretended to play that song. (laughs) Dang, that is, that is, that is something that really was, uh, you know, a prophecy for the future. I mean, I really. I really thought that people thought we were playing. Like, I wasn't like in kindergarten. It must have been like third grade. I like really thought people thought that we played that song. <laughs> you thought you were fooling people. 
Man, I, I did. I did. I did. Um, Maybe you yes. did. Who knows? I mean, you could have. I mean, again, it's grade school kids. They might not have, uh, you know, had uh, had it all together and put two and two together and what was happening there. But, like, looking back on it, like, it was a huge gym, right? You have, like, the whole school in there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't – it wasn't, like, hooked up to the speakers. There wasn't, like, a mic on it. Like, on stage, I pressed demo on, like, a little Casio keyboard. Like, no one probably heard it, right? No way. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No way. Um, two other ones I had that yeah, things that had? happened to me in in um, you know in grade school was I was always looking forward to there was a floor hockey tournament that would happen oh. every year where each grade would like your floor hockey team was your class and it was co ed and floor hockey is just like it sounds you play it in a gym with like a little plastic puck like a little lightweight plastic puck and these little plastic wait are you explaining um, what floor hockey is. I mean, not everybody isn't from Minnesota. I feel like this is such a Minnesota thing, right? This is such a Midwest thing where it's like floor, floor hockey is so incredible. Yeah, it's yeah, really the orange fun. Puck. Yeah, the orange puck, the plastic sticks, and probably like less people, right? Probably I don't know how many people are on each side, but um, that was really fun and it was really like, competitive. And it was like, oh, who's going? Who's going to have the best team for floor hockey? So always look forward to the floor hockey tournament. And then one thing that was kind of this isn't one of my favorite memories. I mean, the, the the prompt is your favorite memory. This is kind of a, a bummer thing that happened to me, but it's so notable to me. Um, and it's an injury that I sustained. But it was when I was playing basketball outside on the blacktop um, in recess. I believe I was in fourth or fifth grade. And um, I don't know exactly the play, what happened, but basically I think I came down like on someone's shoulder. My head came down on someone's shoulder and I um, bit through my tongue. Like my teeth went through my tongue. I bit a hole into my tongue. And um, it was, it was, how do you heal something like that? Your tongue is is an amazing thing. It just heals up itself. Like it wasn't like a big gaping hole, but it was like, I've never bled so much from my mouth in my life. And um, really the the number one, it, it obviously hurt, but the number one thing was like, I had like a crazy headache like the rest of the day so it was just like that was more of the issue i went home i did get to go home from now my mom came and picked me up and stuff but that's just a more notable like kind of wild thing that <laughs> that happened to me that is like stuck in my brain of like a recess thing that happened <laughs> where i bit through my tongue Ugh. Ugh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> with your incisors i know okay, Neil, got, did you it. ever have now and that's why that's why you that's why you never you know Show anyone your tongue these days because of the scars. Yeah, I'm, I'm self-conscious of my tongue scar. Okay, did you guys do jump-a-thon? Um, possibly. Is that the jump rope thing? Yeah, I see them. Okay, so we play, see them in the banners. All, yeah. I mean, how many schools, gyms have we played in? Too dozens many. Dozens and dozens. I can't even. Yeah. Too many. I blacked out. But I've seen jump-a-thon stuff around still. Maybe it's from like the past, but we had the same... Uh, phys ed teacher, Mr. Rosno, and um, he always used to say, I'll see you guys tomorrow, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like all the time. Like, <laughs> like he literally had that saying. But all I remember is Jumpathon is, I, you know, how like, do you look back? Can you, is like your elementary school kind of like a blur? Like you don't really know what year stuff was in. It just is like, yeah, it happened. Like young. Yeah. Especially first, second, what third year grade. It was, but I, I just remember listening to, like we would jump to the achy breaky heart like for the whole time oh classic billy ray like, it's not like hey let's play it and then play something else it was like he had one cassette that had billy ray cyrus on it like a hundred times wow it's a he hit loved it. can't blame him but if you think about the jump don't cut my heart 
for jump. Yeah. I don't know. I really I fell in love with jump roping. I still like jump roping. I think it's cool. It's a good exercise. You just got to have a tall ceiling. Yeah, you got to have the loop. Nice. I got a well, lot of other ones, but they're probably disastrous. They're all yeah. about. They're all traumatic. <laughs> traumatic, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe some of these calls will, uh, you know, will inspire them. It. Yeah, and you can kind of relate. Um, I can't yeah, wait we, to get in. I can't. I mean, you've listened to some of the calls here. I haven't listened to almost any of them. I can't wait to hear what's going on. It's going to be great. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, let's start right now with uh, with our first call. Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo, this is Travis from Riverside, California. Uh, me and my son, Roan, are big fans of you guys. My son isn't quite in uh, elementary school yet, so I'll hit you with my real quick top three. I couldn't decide on which one. Number one, second grade, I was in the audience of Double Dare, which was taping of Double Dare. Mark Summers, legendary host, asked me a question in the crowd. I answered it, got a free T-shirt, and then afterwards I met Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. Epic, epic memory. Uh, number two, fifth grade, my buddy's birthday, his dad... Uh, Paid for a limo to come pick us up from school and go see Ninja Turtles 3 in the theater. Epic. And last one, uh, 6th grade, my dad got tickets behind the first baseline at Angel Stadium to see my very favorite baseball player of all time, Ken Griffey Jr. And Randy Johnson was also on the bump that night. So those are my top three. Uh, real quick request, next time you guys are in Southern California, please play my all-time favorite song and my son Rowan, local bowling league. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Oh, epic call, Travis and Ronan. That was good. I like that. And we had our first uh, request uh, ever on the podcast here. So that's good. Thank you, Travis and Ronan, for uh, making history. We've you never know, played local buddies. bowling league. Yeah. But mainly because nobody, we didn't know that anybody knew it existed. But now yeah. we know. <laughs> you're like now the second. You're like the second person ever to say that you like that song. So that's good. We, we'll try to keep that in mind. Travis, these are there. now. I'm looking back. We should have done these first, and I, then I would have been like, <laughs> "Oh, these are great memories." Neil, oh my gosh, I Neil mean, yeah. Mark Summers, he's your boy. Ugh, Mark Summers, incredible. Love Nickelodeon game shows. He's fantastic. Um. Yeah. 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 This is this is great. Double Dare, amazing. Donkey Lips. It must. This must have happened at Universal Studios in Orlando, um, or maybe, or maybe probably in Hollywood. Potentially, yeah, as other things were, um, you know, the the you know Angels and Anaheim type things. And so, yeah, I guess it would maybe be there. But that Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts for sure. Remember that Turtles Three and the Limo. Wait, that's, that's the name amazing. of the dog. That's the name of a character. It was like his nickname uh, on, uh, on Salute Your Shorts, which is the camp TV show in Nickelodeon in the early 90s. He was kind of like the heavier set dude, white dude. And, uh, yeah, so he was Donkey Lips. Not really sure why that was his nickname. but I've uh, heard <laughs> you talk about this a lot. Now, the reason why I'm not chiming in here is because like I didn't have cable, so I don't know yeah. anything about all this like, awesome you would love this show. stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was like the heavyweights show. You know, it was Ooh. like, you know, it was just all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, lots of good stuff here, and uh, this this was good because this kind of expanded kind of beyond just the school setting, right? It was just like school age, which is fine, you know. We everybody can take the question a little bit differently and stuff like that. So, so yeah, you know. But when you think about those things, and yeah, if you take it outside the realm of school, then there's certainly more things to pull from there. And uh, Travis and uh, his son Ronan too um, jumped in on that one. So which yeah, one's Turtles Three? What's Turtles Three? 
I believe that's the more like Western one. It's the or no, they go. It's not Western. It's like samurai. Okay, kind samurai. Of style. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Asia, okay. some Asia stuff. And I, don't, I think I'm not sure what the order of like how how well received they all are. But uh, I mean that turtles one just the just the iconography of how they look is the best. They haven't gotten the look down. Besides besides the new animated, I love the look of the new animated one. Yeah, but the new like live action CGI ones look like kind of creepy. But these ones yeah. are cool, right? This is the ones from like. I'm trying to think. Who was April yes. O'Neil? Wasn't April O'Neil like one of the Saved by the Bell girls? Maybe. That's maybe possible. But I think by three, the Turtles looked really good. Like, I think three is when the Turtles looked the best, even though it might not be the best movie. But yeah, I think one is pretty well regarded. Then two is The Secret of the Ooze, which famously has um, Ninja Rap and Vanilla Ice in it. Oh, I see. Um, I see. You know, and the Super Shredder and stuff like that. And so. Yeah, those were those. And I love Griffey, too. That was one of my favorite SNES games of all time was Ken Griffey oh, Jr. Uh, Major League Baseball for SNES. Randy so Johnson. I, I wish I could have long hair like that. Um, as I well, that's why I grew my Good hair call. Up. Thank you, you Travis. Know, Thank like you, Randy. Roman. We'll try and play I like this as Randy on the bump. I've never called them on, on the, the bump. bump and on the I'm bump. from now on. That's so great. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Uh, one thing. I know that we're, we're ranting a lot on this one. But, okay, so I got to go to Angel Stadium with oh, yeah. RJ and Allie when, we were, when they were living in SoCal. Yeah, I've been there, too. So I was fun. there one of the times, yeah. What do you call the – oh, Rally Monkey. Sorry, what were we going to say? No, we were just there together at least one of the times. Maybe you went another time with them. But, yeah, I went with you guys that one time. Oh, too. my God, you did too. Wow, yep, what a jerk. Yep. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Rally right. Monkey. They got the – I think they have like the waterfall, like the water feature or whatever, like in the outfield. Yes. It. Yeah, we saw, we saw Mike Trout, whatever. But I get – I mean, the day was perfect as it always is in Cali. I understand why people in Minnesota thought it'd be a good idea to have an outdoor baseball field. Like, oh, this is so fun, but it's like it only works in like California. Yeah. You need that so. beautiful weather year round. All right. Thanks so much, you guys, for the call. That was awesome. Hi, my name is Abby and I'm from East Province, Rhode Island. And my favorite thing is how beautiful big things, the playground. Oh, beautiful being in school. Bye. Allie. I believe it was Allie. I caught Allie on there, you know? I, oh. I, it was hard to hear there, but I'm, we're going to call you Allie, young lady, if you're uh, listening here. Hopefully you do that from Providence, Rhode Island. We love Providence. Beautiful, beautiful so, spot. So sweet. A lot of our, a lot of our uh, well, one of our very special college roommates was from Providence, and we've mm-hmm. been out there a couple times. It's so wonderful. Yeah, playground. Yeah. Beautiful playground, Neil. That is great. I mean, playground, recess, that is typically the, the center of joy uh, when you're in uh, when you're in grade school. You get, get out there, run around, you know, blow off some steam, have some fun with your friends, play some games. Great times on the playground. And if you have a great playground, then, you know, it just makes it everything all the better. Brian, you were really gotten really into yeah. playground sort of recently. I haven't even heard you talk about them, um, uh, you know, in the last few years. But like five, six years ago, you were you were all about the playground world. Where where are you? Where do you stand with playgrounds these days? Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, what's the latest in playground technology? Where do you stand with the with the state of playgrounds? Well, I thank you for bringing that up and lobbing that softball right right at me. <laughs> I just think. Uh, Play, I like play structures so much. I like innovative like play structures that can be like multifaceted and like used in, in multiple di- directions. And some of the great designers in playground technology are here in Minnesota. There's a company in Delano, Minnesota. Oh, there you go. Right the there, other, yeah. the uh, the best company though, is in Amsterdam. So they kind of they make some 
multifaceted work climbing, not work, but like climbing spaces that can be like basketball courts and towers and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. It's just like, I love imaginative play that isn't like held down to like, this is how you do it. It's just like, you can do whatever you want. But I was doing that when I was like working, when I was running that camp and I was like building them. I was like trying to find scrap playgrounds people were getting rid of from their backyards. And like, I you know, like I'm talking about those like rainbow self-standing playground things. Yeah, totally. I was trying to find free ones as many as I could. I rented this like snowmobile trailer and my goal was to put like 30 of them in the woods, like make a grid of them. So they're all spaced <laughs> out. And then you make all kinds of different tunnels or bridges that connect them all. So it's a whole like, I basically kind of wanted to make an Ewok village. That was what I was trying to do. That sounds so, that sounds so great. You know, just find a little forest and build up some playgrounds in there. That's what Allie's probably cool. talking about with the beautiful playground, right? Is the Ewok village. I would imagine. Village. Yeah, yeah. Providence. Maybe you can see the see the ocean right there potentially you know and you can see that uh but yes shout out to all the great playgrounds out there uh keeping kids stoked for for recess counting down the minutes till recess recess is the best (laughs) it's my favorite subject yeah all right let's hit that next caller hey cuckoo this is david from temecula um my favorite grade school memory isn't really a favorite but um one day i was in second grade, I believe, I was getting dropped off um, by my uh, my mom and my uncle, and my uncle always used to play the uh, where's your nose game, you know, like I got your nose, and he uh, went to go pinch my nose, but he did it really, really hard, and he held on to it for a really long time, and at first I thought it was funny um, until I got out, and my whole nose was completely red, and I was just getting laughed at i mean i was a i was a i was a funny guy so so you know i took it on the chin but um you know uh yeah it was it was pretty embarrassing everyone was making fun of me um and that's probably the most like significant story i remember from grade school um yeah anyway have a great day david david oh, I feel bad for david just getting with the red nose you know people calling rudolph and stuff like that after he got the pinch on the nose. So that just goes to show you, though, that, you know, again, you know, he prefaced it by saying it's not necessarily his favorite. But sometimes, like, again, we're saying we had some of the years blur together and things like that. Sometimes the things you remember um, aren't necessarily like the most amazing memories. But it's just like, oh, this just sticks out in my brain. I just remember this very weird day where this certain thing happened that didn't happen on any other day. So <laughs> really, it's just like a more notable story or like a thing when, you know, you think back to that school. It's the first thing you think about, you know, and David, like that's 30 years later, are you going to get back your uncle? Are you going <laughs> to like one day at a barbecue, go up to him and just like have your cousins like hold him down you just like pinch his nose he like barely is like he's like what are you doing he's like this is for second grade yeah yeah it's it's true you might not know that your uncle might not know that it is um you know stuck in your brain you know this permanently and you just gotta let him know by uh give him a taste of his own medicine you know get that nose this this just this is a psa just to be careful uh-huh. with um trying to steal children's noses yeah sometimes they come right off sometimes they don't yeah, so, I mean, this just goes to show, I think David is, he's missing the biggest piece here, is that he just is so strong and such a tough individual that his mm-hmm. nose would not come off. Yeah, and also when he did have the red nose, 
he was uh, impervious to the to the you know the the ridicule that came his way. It was just like he like he said, he can take it on the chin, you know, he can take it on the nose. It was just you know he was okay with that. You know, it wasn't He's necessarily a traumatic. He's a fighter. Yeah, he was just like whatever. I, I can handle this. You know, he liked the attention potentially. So that's cool. We learned something about David here that uh, you know he can take a joke. He can be uh, he can be he can be the punchline for a moment, but then uh, he might turn it around on you. So. Sounds like Neil? David has good good sense of humor. Neil, you got a story like this? <sighs> Not really. You mean of like uh, people making fun of me or like people are uh, no, losing their nose? Okay, I got one. I'll go. Yeah, and then yeah. you think. You think. Okay. Yeah, hit me. This happened. In, I remember in kindergarten. Okay, I was last name Atchison. I'm in the A. You sit like it was a. You know, it's like ingrained on like the linoleum floor, the like letter circle. Oh yeah. So I sat A. This young lady. Sat W next to me because there was no Z and stuff like that. So she sat next to me on the loop of the circle. She um she had a little accident in her pants. Okay, some pee ran from the linoleum. She didn't say anything onto my pants. I stood up and said, "Oh, I'm all wet." And then everybody was like, "Oh, Brian peed his pants." And I had to go to the nurse, and she quietly came into the nurse later because she just went up to the teacher and said, I beat my pants. And But anyways, but there is a good part of the story. Yes, I was called, you know, somebody said I peed my pants. I didn't have uh, Adam Sandler to save me and say peeing your pants is cool. But I, the nurse, the spare clothes that I got were Zubas, and I think I fell in love with Zubas, Neil. Oh, wow. I think that's yeah. why. So there's a there's a silver lining here. I have just a love for Zubas. Yeah, it all started with this mis- misunderstanding, really. This urine misunderstanding that happened to you in kindergarten. It's amazing you remember all those details from a kindergarten experience like that. Sometimes. I mean, who knows? Like I said, they blurred together. It might have been ninth grade, but I don't know if they have that floor. You ain't cool unless you pee in your pants. pants. <laughs> what you got? You got to hang? What happened to you? You uh, had a perfect childhood. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, no uh, no ridicule. No uh, you know, none, no embarrassing things like that, really, that I can come up with. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come up with something as it goes along. But, uh, you know, I just kept to myself and didn't get peed on. That's how it goes. <laughs> You're supposed to say you're supposed to say Brian, you deserved it. That's what yeah. you get. That's what you get, get for it. sitting next to the girl with the pee. Just get All right, we'll go next splash. caller. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, David. Hi, this is Karina Dillon. I'm from here in Minneapolis. Um, I don't know if you meant kids to call in or me, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm 40 years old, and my favorite grade school memory. I have a lot. I also sent an Instagram message. Um, having a school assembly where all the kids gathered together in the multi-purpose room and there was like a magician or someone with animals that would come in. Oh, that was the best when we had the assembly days. Taco Boat Friday was really good, um, even though I'm sure those were disgusting, but I love them. Uh, field trips and fifth grade science camp a week away from mom and dad. I loved it. Hope this helps. Thanks. Bye. Oh, Katrina, it does help. Thank you for calling in to our podcast. Karina, yes, uh, we. I was saying you should call in and not kids. Come on, we need everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's this calling is, uh, in. If the listeners worry, of this show don't already know that, uh, you know, come on, we get uh, we get more adults than kids, so uh, you can be one of those adults. It's all good. Okay, you fifth grade got to go to science camp for a week away. A whole that week. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, science camp, doing some experiments, 
learning about the world and physics. Learning about kinetic energy. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's nice. That sounds uh, fun and educational. You know, so that's uh, that's the best kind of stuff right there. Um, you know, also though, bringing up assemblies, that is a very interesting point here. Assemblies, that is another kind of. Uh, it's not quite as good as a field trip because you're still stuck in school, but it definitely is like again, just anything to make the day different than the normal routine was always such a big deal. Even if it was like a boring assembly or something that you didn't really you know like that much, it was like cool. We get to do something different. We get to miss math or we get to miss whatever you know lesson or just switch up. So. You know, I don't know about in elementary school, too, uh, trying to think of, like, assemblies that we had. Can't really come up with one off the top of my head of, like, who we actually had. But, you know, I got to imagine that, you know, the assemblies like that just, just you know, they tick that box of uh, providing some uh, variety to the everyday uh, uh, school experience. Karina had a, a magician. That's so cool. Oh, I love, yeah. I'm, I love magic. I'm, I'm obsessed with magic because I don't think I could ever do it. I'm I'm too right. flimsy, especially like all that close up magic. Remember we saw that went to that like close up magic show at one after one of the shows in the UK. Yeah, it was, was in Bath. That Bath is that where it was? Yes, it was. Bath. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that day like everybody every trick that person was doing it, the, all the people were there were going like. No way! That was Blown insane. away. Yeah, when it's not like on TV or not like in a stage far away, it's like, oh my goodness, you can't believe it's happening right in front of your eyes. Do you think you have to be a good magician to play an elementary school assembly? Or like- no, no, but you do have to have like a message that goes with your magic. Like you can't just do magic. You have to like also tell kids like and remember, know, to- kids don't hide your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just or it has to be like a magician with an anti-bullying stance or something like that. Like that's I feel like what you have to have these days, at least. Yeah, but I mean, you have to. I mean, in order to like. Because gyms are all like one level, you know. There's no like tiered right. seating. You have to have some like big tricks. You can't, you know. Yeah, no close up magic when you got a gym full of 500 kids. Yeah, you got to go big. You got to go, go big. big. You got to have cool. like flames and like doves and and flames? crazy stuff. I I don't know. I mean, That'd again, this is it's a long time ago. You know, this is, we're talking. You know, we're talking 90s, 80s. You could get away with some of this stuff back then. You know, I mean, you could... Karina was talking about multi-purpose room. That's probably one of those rooms that are like, oh yeah, carpeted. Yeah, know? and they do have the tiers. They do have like this sort of stadium seating. Yeah, it's like it them. was for band, <laughs> and then everybody now it's chose for magic. the French horn one year, and so now they don't have band. Yeah, and bringing in animals is cool, too. I definitely don't think I had animals come through. If they did, they were outdoors, and it was like a recess thing of like, okay, there's like a mini petting zoo rolling up right here, and we get a touch of goat. Neil, um, I always remember mini petting zoos. They always had a skink. Do you know, Have ew. you ever seen a skink before? Yeah, a it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a snake with legs. It's like a salamander, right? So a lizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but more, I don't know, obviously, yes, but, uh, you know, I feel like it still has like a super long tail. Maybe not. Yeah. I think they're just so like docile. That's why like skinks are like cool. Yeah. I saw one at the Como Zoo, you know, pre pandemic. I was going there a lot. So Como. Yeah, cool there we skink. go. Well, All right. Karina had Karina. a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. And she's right here in Minneapolis. So, yes. Thank you for uh, braving the phone call, Karina, despite the fact that you're an adult. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I can't believe you know how to use the phone still at oh. 40. Karina. So weird. All uh, right. Let's do uh, let's do another call here. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And my favorite grade school memory is in 
first grade, my teacher, Miss Bernard, would choose a penny person, and if you got a question right, you could you could get a penny. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle. Like a, like a little jingle at the end there. A little, just a little uh, exit <laughs> music. <laughs> I think that was her like dancing off the stage. Yeah, she did her. Th- she did her thing. Yeah, Miss Bernard. I Ms. mean, Bernard. Uh, first grade teacher. Wait, so you went to the penny person who who was when you got a question right? That must that must be it. Uh, yeah, I'm having a hard time understanding. Yeah, Miss Bernard went to the penny person. Um, yeah, and you get a question, you get a penny. So yeah, it was just uh, you know some would call this bribery, some would call this incentivizing learning. Um, but hey, pennies, let's go. You know, let's let's dole out some some uh, some coins. Uh, I mean, it's a good. Here. I mean, people are always like, let's make sure everybody's learning at a fast pace. But you maybe shouldn't teach first graders about the different values of the coins. So then you can just be like, this coin's worth so much, and you give them a penny, and it's not. You know, yeah. Learn t- teaching the worth of money as well si- simultaneously. What, do you think what what could Annabelle do with this great jingle that she put at the end here? You know, she's yeah. from the great city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, I think I think she's got she's onto something here. She's clearly someone who who thinks about the overall production of a call like this, you know, and having intro music and outro music. She might have podcasting in her future, actually. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I think this is something that she can spin off into her her real life as she enters a room or exits a room, or maybe jingles she can make up for her friends. Um, when they do a certain thing or maybe jingles for when she maybe plays a sport or whatever she's into, you know, she can have little songs that accompany those things. That's just where my mind went to first for, for Annabelle. That's a great idea. I mean, yeah. Uh, the first thing I'm thinking is Annabelle. Like, when are you gonna make a jingle for Cuckoo Kangaroo with all these skills? You're just flexing, just on the random voicemail. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. sample that. We're gonna sample that and put that in a song. Yeah, I think it, I think it belongs, uh, you know, somewhere in uh, in in one of our songs. And and also, Brian, I feel like Annabelle is one of the most popular names in the country right now. I feel like every week we have an Annabelle on this show and and I actually think that it might be like the same person a couple of times. I think this one's someone different. We were getting I think an Annabelle from uh from Eau Claire a couple of times. Wait, do you Wisconsin. think Annabelle is Wendy trying to disguise? Oh, good point. Yeah. Her name? Yeah, yeah, cuz we know that Wendy does not want to call in or at least she's putting on that front of someone who doesn't want to call in, but she's all we also know that Wendy is very good at disguising her voice and sounding like a child. So, hmm, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I was her, though, I would switch up the name every every uh, show, whereas maybe Wendy's stuck on Annabelle for some reason. And but I, don't, I don't get Wendy it. Wendy is very smart. We know this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We know this. And, uh, <laughs> and so Wendy knows that if you just keep saying Annabelle, we're going to be thrown off. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to be really thrown off the scent. Yeah, well, we'll just keep guessing until uh, until she officially calls in. But thank to you, this Annabelle. Yeah, thank you for that call. Full theme song. Thank you. Next caller. Hey, Brian. Hey, Neil. This is Vincent from Brooklyn Park calling. Uh, I'd have to say my favorite grade school memory um, was when we watched Forrest Gump in German class in German. Priceless movie. Uh, I was reminded of it when you actually released your international versions of Awesome Rainbows. Uh, great songs. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Oh, Vincent, with the 
with the promotion for us. Look at this. Vincent, talk about what a this. great call-in voice. How did Vincent know that we were going to talk about this in New with Koo later on in the show? Wow. Um, first of all, you watched Forrest Gump in elementary school? Oh, that... Again, it was a different day. <laughs> I don't know oh how old God. Vincent is, but it was a different era, I guess. I feel like these days you can barely watch Paw Patrol because they're right. like, there's too much going that on. That dog looks a little vicious. <laughs> You're watching Forrest Gump. That movie is raw. That's great. Yeah, That's may, great. it was probably unedited, but it was also probably like that was just like a loophole. It was like, oh, you want to watch Forrest Gump? No, you can't. But you want to watch the German version in order to teach kids German? Okay, we'll let it slide. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of Trojan horse this movie in here by calling it a German lesson. Yeah, there was this teacher. There was this Spanish teacher that would always play uh, Beverly Hills. Chihuahua, I think, or something like that, in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And I think all the other teachers were just like, no kid is learning Spanish from re-watching five times a year the same movie. You're just being lazy. I, I could I could hear it because, like, the, fr- the teachers would, like, pop in and whatever and, and say, like, come on, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like that, though. I got to, you know, got to watch that movie, and, you know, you know, it's all right. Vincent's okay. He made it through, despite the things that he might have seen a little too early in his life. Um, you Vincent, know, and, I hope and, this was, like, fifth grade and not, like, first grade. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, learning a foreign language in, like, grade school. Like, that's, that's you the, know, that's Neil. a little different. I started in, like, seventh or eighth grade or something, so I guess that's not too much later doing French, but, uh, yeah, German. Neil, the the science would say that you should be starting a foreign language at an extremely young age because that is when your brain is taking in language and it's more malleable. Whereas when yeah. you do a language when you're older, like in high school or even older than that, it becomes increasingly more difficult. Yeah, so I can't teach an old dog new tricks <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. You don't like when I tell you facts, do you? I'll stop it. No, it's good. It's very illuminating, and I, and I get it. But yeah, go ahead and uh, so you so you're teaching your kids right now German right away. You're just getting on it right now, right before they're before they're five. I mean, of course, I'm totally teaching them German. I showed them Forrest Gump in German, Mighty Ducks in German. Yeah, Mighty Ducks in German. That'd be good. Goofy movie, translated. Oh. But I only do German subtitles, and so oh. um, they'll have to learn to read in German. I'm not going to teach them. I mean, they got to learn from themselves, you know? Yeah, true. Good point. All right, next All- caller. We'll keep it rolling. Hey, what's up, Brian and Neil? This is Trevor from the Detroit, Michigan area. I got a pretty fun memory. I grew up in a small town uh, in the Thumb of Michigan. Shout out to the Thumb. A town called Cass City. And Cassidy was the birthplace of a real-life astronaut named Brewster Shaw. So I remember one day in elementary school, they called an assembly. Assemblies were already awesome because he got to leave the class. But we got called down to the gym, and we got to listen to a real astronaut tell us what it's like to fly through space. Really made me think that uh, maybe one day I could be an astronaut. I mean, didn't happen, but the hope was there. Uh, but yeah, it was super cool to uh, be able to shake hands with with a guy who's in space. So uh, yeah. Anyway, keep up the awesome rocking, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, Brian. We will keep up the awesome rocking. That's what we do. And we will talk to you later, Trevor. Yeah, I'll come to Detroit. Okay. 
Brewster Shaw, I incorrectly named my children because Brewster is an awesome name. Oh, yeah. As a first a name. Yeah, yeah, that's that's huge, especially because uh, you know uh, you know you you, you kind of married into a Wisconsin family, and it would be a nod to their baseball team, you know the Milwaukee hey, Brewers. I feel like just a little bit there, you know. Yeah, what's uh, my whole family is going to despise me? What's the brewer? <laughs> what's the mascot for the brewer guys? Buddy the Brewer. Hmm, probably a B name, yeah, but uh, I can't say I know that one, but I can I can see him. He's got like a mustache and stuff, right? He's like a dude. He's like a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. it will come to me. Oh, it's Bernie. It's Bernie. It's Bernie. Bernie. That's right. There we go. Perfect. My whole yeah. family is eye rolling right now. <laughs> they come listen? on. Why don't you like sports more, Brian? They don't okay. listen to this show. Trevor has a... Trevor's loving the assemblies just like you for the same reason. Get out of class. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, this... Uh, Yes, they called it. They had him down there, and uh, yeah, it was time to do the the assembly with the astronaut. And uh, Brian was just like, "Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, I want to meet this astronaut. It's so cool. You got to you get to shake his hand and hear about the hear about the you know the the chronicles of going to space again. I can't I can't think of a an assembly I had where someone cool came and talked to us like that. That's so awesome. You know, you just get to." You know, it's just again, for, especially for kids, and in, in, in that time, just like space travel was such a cool thing, and it was all happening. And uh, I could see how that would be very influential and very like inspiring to be like, "Oh yeah, I can do this too." So that's very cool. Neil, do you think? What do you think kids think after we play an assembly? Do they think? I wish there was an astronaut that came. I wish there was an astronaut that lived locally. Yeah, yeah, we don't have one. You know, my name is Neil, and Neil Armstrong is a famous astronaut, so, you know, I have that connection in the same name. Um, but, but yeah, that's all I got, you know. I don't know. There's, I don't think any of them are from Minnesota, but that's cool that uh, Brewster, Brewster Shaw was from uh, Cassidy, and Trevor got to, got to hang out in hey, the Hey, not just a shout-out to, shout to the mitten. Shout-out right. to the thumb. The thumb. Trevor's from the thumb. Right there. Um, that's that's. I feel like Wisconsin is also a th- like a hand mitten state, right? I know Michigan gets all the love, but I feel like they're very similar shapes, right? Do, do yeah, people from Wisconsin on, like, ever do the like, thumb? I'm trying to think what's up on that little. It's it's a is it a peninsula like Door yeah. County yeah. stuff up there, up towards yeah. That's Green Bay, right? That, of the Great Lakes there, you know, up by yeah. Sheboygan and all those places up there, et cetera. Brewster Shaw, next uh, next child that uh, one of us has, we should uh, name Brewster. Brewster. Yeah, not a not a pet, not like a hermit crab or something. Like no, a kid. Be, yeah, a real That's kid. That's great. Trevor, shout out to the name of all my future kids that I'm not going to have anymore. <laughs> all right, one more caller here. Hi, I'm Ivory, and I'd like to be in your next podcast. And I am from Utah. And I live in Lake Arrowhead, California. And you guys should make a podcast about Baby Yoda. And you guys are super funny because you remind me of my uncles. And my uncles are funny. And, like, I love poop jokes. They're funny. Bye. Oh, (laughs) Ivory didn't follow the prompt, Brian. How'd this call get in here? What? (laughs) Ivory. 
Oh, man, we can't be promoting this kind of behavior where they ignore the prompt and just talk about whatever they want. You can if you're funny and cute and you say Baby Yoda like that. Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Ivory, it's Grogu. Okay, I'm going to be that guy. And uh, please get it correct. Baby Yoda's name is Grogu. Uh, my, Ivory, my... this is so great. This is so great. I mean, if you're going to... If you're gonna do some, you know, wild calls, you know, what I mean, just just have them be wild. And I think Ivory's just trying to say is like, I'm not gonna follow your prompt. You yeah. guys need to have better themes. Elementary school, that's lame. Yeah. Ivory's been like, let's go, let's talk about the cool stuff, Yoda. Yeah, Ivory is uh, headstrong. She can't be uh, she can't be put into a box. She can't be told what to do. Um, she's gonna be in a punk band pretty quick here. Uh, but hey, we appreciate it. Yeah, you can go ahead and call in with anything. It might not make the show, but if it's adorable and funny and talks about poop, then you might make it. You know, you got to know you got to know your audience and you got to know who you're calling here. And Ivory definitely did. You know, she so, knew that the types of things she was bringing to this call, they could make the podcast. So I appreciate that. Ivory, you made the pod and want to know what, Ivory? We uh, we like poop jokes, too. A lot. I like fart jokes more, but poop jokes come in a very firm second place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. A lot, of uncle, a lot of uncle love and not love here on, oh, this, yeah. on this pod. That's right. Some uncles are funny and some uncles uh, take it make, your, make your face red. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, well, th- what a great bunch of callers. I'm really yeah. happy that people are calling in these days, and uh, it's just fun. Great calls. I'm yeah. I'm smiling so much. This is this is great. Lars would say joyful yeah. smiles. Very what we got joyful. next, Neil? What are we planning? What do you think? Well, well, you know, uh, this is uh, this is episode seven, but next episode, episode eight, coming to you in two weeks, uh, we're gonna do um, a show about pranks. That's right, we're talking pranks, and we would like to know what's the best prank that you've ever heard of or pulled yourself. Okay, so uh, think back to you know maybe maybe it was something your friend did or someone in your family or just something maybe you saw on the internet or I don't know Jimmy Kimmel he's a big prankster we know that maybe maybe you know something that Jimmy Kimmel did and um, you know we just want to know about pranks we like pranks we think it's hilarious um, and we'd just like to know what you think uh, is funny in the world of pranks so you just gotta give us a call six one two four two four zero zero three six kids or adults can call on in and uh, talk about pranks. And uh, I'm just very excited to, to hear all about this for the next episode of Banter Buddies. And if you've called in, call in again. Let's go. Yeah, there's no limit. Yeah, well, again, we have Annabelle. We have we have people who we suspect have called in a lot, and that's okay. You know, if you got stories to tell, go for it. Just jump Wait, on in here, okay? Best prank you've heard of or pulled yourself, or it could be that's a right. prank... You think it could also be a prank that like someone did to you? Did you say that? Oh yeah, maybe you've been pranked. Maybe you were maybe you were the, you know, the unlucky person who uh, you know, got joked on. So, yeah, yeah, maybe this I is, think there's going to be a lot of falls. tears, a lot of tears on this next episode. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of tough times being remembered of uh, you know, catching a bucket of water uh, on the head as they as they walked into the into the kitchen or something like that. <gasps> did that happen to you, Neil? Uh, uh, not me, not yet, but I'm always nervous about it. I'm always looking above doorways just in case today's my day. Don't want that to happen. Don't want a soaked, cold head. But, uh, yeah, so give us a call, and maybe you can be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. All right, let's get to the next segment. It's called Recommendation. Let's go. 
Recommendations, do 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 do. Recommendations with Brian and Neil. Perfect, nailed it. All right, let's talk about some things that we want other people to know about Brian. Uh, why don't you get us started? What's your recommendation for this episode? I get to go first this time. You do, you do. The floor is okay. yours. All right, Neil. Never yeah. read comic books growing up at all. Nothing. Mm. Didn't touch them. Didn't watch comic book movies. Nothing at all. Then we played a comic book shop. What's that awesome comic book shop? It's in it's in the suburbs of Orlando, Florida. I think it's called Winter Park. Yeah, is it the Geek Easy? Ah, oh, yes, Geek Easy. It's like a comic book shop, and there's like these fake doors you can go in the back, and there's like a club in the back. We've played there a couple times. Had an absolutely wonderful time there. But the staff there, when I first went, um, said, hey, you need to read. I was like, hey, I'd like to I'd like to learn how to read some comic books, but I don't know where to start. And I think it was the promoter named Chris said, get this, this, this. This one's free. Start here. This, this, this. All over the board. And I just inhaled them, and I went so hard. And I've been reading tons of comic books ever since. And I talk to our friend Kenny about comic books all the time, and they're great. And my favorite one that I'm going to talk about, my favorite one fits exactly who I am, and I love it so much. It's this comic book called Lumberjanes. And I've talked to you about it before, Neil, because you're the one who introduced me to it. Because, oh, yeah. Because um, they're on Boom. Remember that, you know, that, uh, what would it's like you call a label. It? It's like a label or like yeah, a, like a pub- yeah, publisher. Like a comic- yeah, a comic book group. It's like Image is the biggest like indie, but Boom is like family friendly stuff. Anyways, it's about these five young women who it's it's all about like friendship to the max, and they're at summer camp, and they all have five totally different personalities, but they're all bunkmates, and they work together to solve these like really weird things that are happening. Anyways, it's just uh, it is so awesome, and I can't recommend it enough. And they a lot of libraries have them too. I think they'd be like, people would call them for like tweens, but they're just written so well and they're illustrated so beautifully and they have alt covers and they sometimes use different illustrators throughout the book. So like all the young women will like kind of be the same, like they'll have red hair and stuff like that, and like Ripley will have like the same shirt, but they'll kind of look different apart, like to what like the artist rendering is. I don't know. And the stories are so cool. They're not cheesy. They're not corny. They're like sometimes get a little like dark every once in a while. It makes me a little scared. <laughs> but um I love it. And I think they're trying to make an animated show about it and it just feels so much like Recess to me. You know that Disney show Recess? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, amazing show. But more in summer camp vibe, which I identify with a ton and I don't know. These ladies rock. Check out Lumberjanes. Yeah, I'm looking at a Deadline.com article from October. Lumberjanes animated TV series based on Boom Comics from Noel Stevenson, eyed by HBO Max. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So I HBO. think it's going to be an HBO Max soon, eventually, an uh, yeah, animated show. So I think it will be a much bigger deal here pretty soon. You'll be hearing about Lumberjanes. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I heard that on Banter Buddies. Brian, Brian Disney bought the rights to a live action one Okay. a while ago, like a couple of years ago, that I saw on Slash Film. But. I didn't I think it like fizzled out or something like that, you know what I mean? But yeah. but it the, you can't there's not like a single lead. You can't like throw a famous person in there or something like that cuz like the five the five like young women have to be like the five friends have to all be like the same. I mean they, yeah, they it's can't an ensemble. be like, you, Yeah, you can't have like one famous person in there that would like lead right. it off. 
you know, there's not like a lead. You'd five famous people. So up I'm in happy. There. I really want it to be animated because the animation style is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Noel yeah. Stevenson. That's right. All right. What you got, Neil? All right. Yeah. Good one there. Um, I'm going to recommend um, an old show that is uh, that is uh, you know premiering and returning um, to the streaming world, or maybe for the first time being on the streaming world. It is the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show. Everybody. It's coming well, back. It's coming back. Both. Um, both uh, Brian and I are very big uh, Muppet fans, Jim Henson fans, Sesame Street, all that good stuff. We love it. And uh, The Muppet Show was a, a show that had a run from uh, 1976 to 1981, uh, five seasons of this show. And it's just like it sounds. It's it's The Muppets. They're doing a variety show. There's a special guest every single episode, You know, celebrities from that era. Um, you know, we got music and skits and sketches and, you know, just just amazing stuff. And they're all they all take place in the Muppet Theater. So they kind of have this really cool like space that they're all in. And, you know, I've only seen a couple episodes of The Muppet Show, but The Muppet Show as of today is the entire run. I believe it's all five seasons are on Disney Plus as of today. Um, it just premiered um, the other night. And so you can watch them all. You can watch them all back right now. And, uh, you know, the Muppets are just great. Just very, you know, the absurd kind of humor and sort of the, you know, entertainment kind of uh, showbiz kind of humor and stuff like that. And they're always just so funny. I love pretty much love all things Muppets, as I know you do, too. And so, you know, I've only seen a couple of the episodes of the Muppet Show over over the years. And so I think it was like kind of hard to find, like unless you had like the DVDs or videos or whatever. So now they're all on Disney Plus, you know, cleaned up and remastered, I think. So. I'm excited to go dig back and, and watch a bunch of them that I haven't seen before, and I suggest you guys do the same uh, and, and enjoy the one of the quintessential versions of the Muppets. The the it's like 120 episodes or something like that. So there's a lot. So an insane amount. And that uh, Defunctland documentary really spells out like the just like the run of it basically. Like they yeah. had to have so many directors, and Henson Company was blowing up, and Frank Oz went off, and like. Did a bunch of other shows, and Henson was working on, like, three other things in, like, two different countries, basically. It just sounds, like, nuts. And it, the most bonkers thing I learned about, and this blew my mind, but maybe people a little older than me were like, duh. I didn't know how huge Rolf was. Rolf was, like, <laughs> as big as Kermit. Yeah, I think he was, like, maybe technically, like, the first Muppet or one of the very early ones. So, yeah, he was up there with the... Yeah, with all your favorite, you know, all the ones you think of initially of like, yeah, Kermit and Piggy and Fozzie and stuff. But Rolf's right there, too. <laughs> but they like pulled him back a little bit because they thought they like mm. wanted to illuminate some other characters like Gonzo and. Yeah. But who I mean, Rolf is really funny, though. Rolf's so dry. Rolf's yeah. great. Yeah. Totally. He, is he, yeah. Does he play piano? Yeah, he plays piano. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's a piano playing dog. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Neil, check out- I didn't know about that. I'm jumping in. It's there. Yep. Go get them all right now. So, yeah, check out the Muppet Show. Check out Lumberjanes. And, uh, yeah, those are our recommendations. And uh, right now, next segment, time to play a new game. This new game, Brian came up with it. It's called What's That Sound? Very, very easy. And uh, it's just like uh, just like it sounds. I'm going to uh, play some audio clips. This is much like our uh, Name That Tune or whatever. Um, but these are not cuckoo kangaroo songs. These are just wait. You're gonna play sounds. random sounds like five yes. seconds of a sound, right? That's right. That's right. And you're gonna have to guess 
what that sound is. Some of these are easier than others. I Did think you go hard? Them, Did you go real hard? Uh, we're going to find out here how tough these are because maybe some of them could be confused for other things, but I guess that's the whole point of the game. But I'll give you a hint on this first one. It is... Uh, Wait, no hints. Let's just No hints. All right, we'll see if you can get it right away, and if you need a hint, I'll give it to you. Here's the first one. Oh, wow. I mean, it sounds like an engine turning over, but then that also could sound like... There you go. One more time. One more time. One more time. All right. That's like something dropping. It's like a box full of... Okay, here's my guess. Yeah, what are it you is guessing? a box full of tin cookie cutters falling out of a cabinet. <laughs> what? You had it. You had it closer on your first. Your first guess. You, you you were very close. Here's the hint. It is something that we use very often here in the Minnesota winters. Oh, it's a snowblower. Snowblower. Ding ding ding. Right there. I guess it could have been lawnmower or snowblower, but that's a snowblower, right there, starting up. You know, kind of sputters to a start, you know, and you kind of, you know, can have some trouble when you get through the heavier snow and stuff like that. You can hear they don't have the choke pulled out. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, whether depending on where you are, maybe you caught that one, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that so well, especially right now here in the middle of the winter. But, yeah, if you live in California or Florida or something, you're like, what? That's a lawnmower, right? And that's a, I don't know, that's a... Golf they don't even mow lawns there. They have the water <laughs> restriction. Yeah, totally. All right, good job. You got the first. You got the first one after I gave you a hint. Uh, let's let's go to the next one here. Sound two. <laughs> that's all the one thing. That's that's the sound. That's the sound effect right there. That's that 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 whole thing is is what that the sound sounds effect made is. up. All right, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Gosh, I was going to say bowling, but it's not bowling. It sounds like wee bowling or something. Oh, my goodness, Neil. These are – I thought you were going to go easy, easy. Wow, this is difficult. Again, again, stick with your first gut feeling here. Bowling. 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 It is bowling. You did it. You did it. Don't overthink it. It That's was bowling. bowling. That's bowling. That's a ball hitting the hitting the wood, and then you hear a little bit of roll, and then boom, hits the pins right okay. there. So All right. Yeah, maybe right, maybe, maybe, maybe turn up your your stuff a little bit here if if you can, because uh, uh, yeah, maybe that'll help you. But uh, all right, good job. You you got that one too. I'm gonna give that one to you too. You you said it right away. You were just overthinking it. Um, all right, number three here of four. Here's three. That's all you get. That's all oh, you that's, get. That's that's golfing. But wait, that's <laughs> golfing, and that's off. No, that was uh, that's golfing, and that's on the fairway. <laughs> Not on a tee. That was with a metal. Which club? Which club? Yeah. An iron. That's a five iron. Five, <laughs> five iron with iron. a titanium Callaway Shaft. ball. Callaway ball. <laughs> you nailed it. That's right. Wow. Even down to the Callaway ball. That is in the golfing. fairway. They weren't that's, in the rough. That's a golf shot right there. Uh, so, yeah, hit, hitting the golf ball. I'll play it one more time if people didn't get it. Smack. That's a good swing. You can hear the slice, though. Yeah, right. I mean, that's right. You can it's tell that curve. I, uh, I did uh, wedding catering at a golf uh, a golf course for six <laughs> years. Country club, I know yeah. so much about golf. 
<laughs> Down to the Callaway. There That's you go. That's a good okay, one. We, Neil, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to make it real hard, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. We got one more. And uh, for what's that sound? Let's see if we can get this one. This one might be tough. Here we go. Oh, wow. Here we go. All right. All right. One more time. Okay, what is that? it sounds what is that sound? like a match, but it's like too long. That almost is like, that seems a little wintry too. Is it like scraping ice off a driveway? Brian, you're not learning your lesson. That is a match being lit. You nailed it right away. You <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it. Just first gut feeling is, is what you should just go with. That is but, a match being lit and the fire holds on. Here it is again. I guess it does go out quick. It, is somebody blowing on it? No, I think it's just being lit, and it's just like the crackle of the, you know, the match. Man, so. they must get that microphone like right, like to These record it sound like right by the flint, or like what do you call like right by the matchbook? Wow, that's yeah, a good, just like the that's box. a good recording of it. Yeah, very high quality right there. So uh, yes, hopefully you uh, played along at home and caught some of those, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I didn't make those too tough for you. I think you got them. You know, you mostly got them. You just overthought it. That's all. Okay, Neil, I have a crazy sound thing that I was thinking about today when I when we were talking about this game. Oh. Okay, remember, I feel like you and I, you turned me on to Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie, our freshman year of college. Oh, yeah. And remember, it's like the song, the second song, when it leans out of New Year's Day into the second song, and it goes, it's like this repeating sound, whatever. Yeah, what is that? And I always thought, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like some like after effect of a pedal or something like that. And then three years later, when you and I are living in the UK in the tube system, all of a sudden I hear it. It is like the little tone that plays to let you know that you're about to take off. And it was like, oh my God, these sounds are so like ingrained and important. Wow. And, it was like an airplane know. sound. You're saying it was like an airplane, like sort of ding. Like no, a it's chime. in the tube, in the tube system. Oh, like okay, cool. Yep, yep, I see what I'm you're gonna saying. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. We'll play it next time. Yeah, you can you can put put it in for the next time we do What's That Sound. But yeah, that's a new game. Brian came up with it, so uh, we'll try and get some new games in here for the podcast. Let us know if you like that game, What's That Sound. One more segment here, New with Koo. New with Koo. We talk Neil, about uh, what's going out. down. And uh, it is, it is. What are we talking? We talked about it a little bit earlier uh, with the German stuff, but uh, what is out, Brian? What did we release this awesome week? Awesome Rainbows International. It's the tenth anniversary of our song. Woo! Awesome Rainbows. That's that sounds bonkers. Yeah, ten years yeah. old. We're old, Neil. That's right. We uh, we made a song about rainbows ten years ago, and uh, we're still dancing to it today. Still, still, usually closing. I don't. We don't really have any other good closers for our yeah. set. Yeah, we got we to make a new one, new song called Closing Closing Time. Yeah. That's never been done before. I mean, yeah, if only we were semi-sonic, you know, that'd be yeah. great. We're fully Maybe. sonic, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, Sonic Lee. But uh, yeah. we put it in, we're in, it's in five languages now. Ooh. It's in Spanish, Mandarin, Japanese, French, and German. Yes, it is. Wow, and we had to sing it. We had to sing it. We had to learn it. We got some friends who spoke those languages to, you know, give us some pronunciation help. So hopefully we didn't uh, mess up the you know the words that much. Um, but also it's a very simple song, right? It's just naming some colors and then uh, you know put your hands up and let me hear you scream type of stuff. So it was an easy easyish one to do, but uh, it's really tough to sing in some of those languages. 
And so, uh, but we're happy to we're happy to do it, and we have people listen. Thankfully, we have people listen to our songs and, and watch our videos all around the all around the globe. So we gotta we gotta put out some international flavor songs, and Awesome Rainbows was a good one to do that too. So you can go to your streaming platform of choice, or head on over to YouTube. And uh, we, yeah, we re-released the video in five different languages as well, so you can go watch it in whatever language you please. And hey, this is how you can learn. You know, start them young, like we talked about. Don't wait too long to learn Mandarin, otherwise you never ever will. Okay, so get on it now. Let us help you. We learned a lot of stuff. We learned a lot of stuff about these languages. They were just sounds and tonality because we were like, no, we want. We don't want somebody else to do it. We want to do it. And Neil, you you took the you took the challenge on by um, you know working with the translators to get all the sounds, mm-hmm. lots of demo versions back and forth to be like this, and then like no, you need to elongate this vowel, you need to change this. You know, we've heard back a little bit. You know, some French speakers are like, "Oh, you guys are so American saying French <laughs> words." We can't That's, escape that. Yes, we are. We are. We're two Minnesota boys, and we say our we say bag and bagel. Yeah. Yeah, but so I just wanted to say because we I don't know if there's another place to like talk about this, but this the idea for Awesome Rainbows in multiple languages came from the bass player from Frank Turner's band, The Sleeping Souls, Tarrant Anderson. I think when we were on tour with them one time, we were talking about how they tour other countries, and Frank usually tries to sing one of their songs in an, in that language, but Tarrant was like, "Hey, you guys, if you want to, you know." break out in some other places like you know you guys could play germany but you have to like show them that you kind of want to come so you should you know you should do awesome rambos in german and it's been sitting with us for a while yeah now it's there but uh you know who knows you know hopefully we get to play in germany and i guess in that case we would do that we would maybe try and do that but that would be very tough for us right now to perform perform the song in one of those languages but hey if we get lucky enough to play shows in china or japan or any of these places we would uh, i think we would probably learn that song in that language and uh, be able to do that so that'll be fun an opportunity to do that but please let us know if there's any other languages you'd like to hear awesome rainbows in because we could maybe do the do some more versions down the line let us know uh, which ones uh, we should do next we're o- we're open to that idea Wunderbar, Ragabugan. <laughs> exactly. All right, that does it for this episode of Banter Buddies. Appreciate everybody listening and, uh, you know, calling in and stuff like that. Uh, please be sure to, you know, call in again. Please uh, jump in on the next one. What's the best prank you've ever heard of or pulled yourself or had pulled on you? 612 424 0036 you can be on the next episode of banter buddies and also you know what you know podcasts they're hard to like promote and to get other people to listen so uh the main way um to grow a podcast is really by word of mouth so if you know anybody in your life uh who might you think might enjoy this show we'd appreciate it if you could just like tell them about it be like hey you you know about cuckoo kangaroo yeah check out their podcast they chat for 75 minutes. It's really fun. And, they never uh, stop talking. Yeah, yeah. So recommend it to a friend. We'd really appreciate that. You know, I feel like we're kind of hitting our stride. We kind of know what this show is now. So send it out there, and uh, we, we'd appreciate that a lot. But, yeah, we'll be back in, in two weeks with another show. Brian and I, uh, we, will, we will not talk between then and now. we got to save up our banter, don't we? Brian? I'm not calling you. I'm not even going to text you, Neil. Yeah, yeah, B- band business emails only. That's the only way we can communicate until we uh, rejoin each other for the next episode of Banter Buddies. Neil, it's uh, it's been lovely speaking oh, to you. Always is, always As is. As always, our chit-chats, they're near and dear to my heart. Hey, thanks, Neil Z. Thanks, Z, for making our theme song. Hope you guys dig it. Z just put out a, 
a new song. He just puts out little songs on his. They're not little songs. They're beautiful, big synthesizer. Great songs. Scapes. A new song called Crush. Ooh. You got to we'll check, check it out. out. I got yeah. a crush on you. So now says, is, is he putting it on Neil Z or what's, that, what's the artist they should search yeah, for? Yeah, he's just so, Neil Z. Neil Z. So go search Neil Z. I'm um, also trying to link it in the show notes here. And uh, yeah, you can go check him out. He produced pretty much every Cuckoo Kangaroo song you've ever heard. He uh, made that beat. So uh, yeah, go check out Neil Z. And uh, Brian, it was good to speak to you. Good job. Uh, good job on uh, what's that sound. You, you're very good at hearing sounds and identifying it and then overthinking your thoughts. <laughs> okay, Neil. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye, Brian.